Howdy-do, I'm James Baquet, also known as the Temple Guy. Let's pay a visit to the temple, the name of which has impressed me more than any other. If my karma ever results in my being allowed to found a temple of my own, it too will probably be called Fa Yu, Dharma Rain. I'll explain in this episode of... Temple, temple Tales. The truth is, I actually visited Fayu Temple twice. On August 20th, 2009, I entered by the back gate and proceeded to the front as I hiked down from the mountain above. The next day I returned and entered by the front gate. I'll tell this story as though the front-to-back visit were the only visit. On my last day on the Blessed Isle of Putuoshan, I visited the third of the island's big three temples, the sumptuously named Fayu or Dharma Rain Temple. Located somewhere between the other two, Puji and Huiji, it's the second largest of the three. Founded in 1580 by a monk named Dajia Junrong, who lived from 1524 to 1592, the temple was originally named the Ocean Tide Hermitage. Junrong had come to meditate and to chant the Diamond Sutra. He lived in caves and, as Englished by Google Translate from a Chinese page, sat on grass and feasted on weeds. The temple has been destroyed and rebuilt several times since, and was given its current name in 1699 after that Buddhist booster, the Emperor Kangxi, calligraphed a signboard reading Tianhua Fayu, Heaven Flowers Dharma Rain. Expanded, this is understood to mean the Buddha's teaching rains down like flowers from heaven. Once again, we find a typical lineup, the Heavenly King's Hall and the Buddha Hall. But before and between these are some peculiarities. After walking through a massive pilo or ceremonial gate and crossing a bridge across a good-sized square free life pond, we turn left to reach the entrance pavilion, oddly dedicated to Tian Ho, the sea goddess. See episode 033. Perhaps because of the terrain, or perhaps to prevent the entry of evil spirits, this temple does not have a grand procession-worthy entry. Come to think of it, neither do Puji or Huiji. Rather, we enter the first courtyard from the side. To our left is a fine nine-dragon screen wall, a 1987 replacement for one pulled down during the Cultural Revolution, and the entry through the Heavenly King's Hall is to our right. It's the standard hall with its six denizens. See episode 003 to learn more about two of them. It's flanked by the drum and bell tower, but what lies behind it is sublime. First is a hall with another exquisite jade Buddha. Third is a hall with a pretty typical, but nonetheless beautiful, statue of the thousand-armed Guanin. But between the two is the Nine Dragon Hall, acclaimed as one of the three treasures in Mount Putuo. The Many Treasures Pagoda, seen in episode 076, is another. The third is a stele with a willow branch Guanin, which I missed as the nunnery it resides in was not on my list. The Nine Dragon Hall was once an abandoned building in the Imperial Palace in Nanjing. In 1699, our old pal Emperor Kangxi, when he wrote the signboard which gave the temple its name, also donated the hall. It was moved here piece by piece, and a resplendent installation of nine dragons playing with a golden pearl hangs from the ceiling over a statue of Guanyin. Behind that statue is another magnificent display which, though not unique, takes on special significance here. This is a Sea Island Guanyin, a statue of the Bodhisattva surrounded by dozens of other figures, referencing a story from the Huayen or Avatamsaka Sutra. 
Finally, the hull features our buddies, the 18 Arhats, see episodes 057 and 058, usually found in the Buddha Hall, but here on either side of the central Guanin. So much beauty. Reluctantly leaving Fayu Temple, I took a shuttle back down to the dock area where I had landed a mere two days earlier. There's a number of interesting things to see east of the ferry terminal, including a huge gateway, presumably used back in the days when arrival there was a big thing, and perhaps still used for dignitaries. Also, there's a statue representing a fully prostrated pilgrim and a few other things. But the main attraction is the Nan Tian Man, the gate of the southern heaven of Chinese mythology. It's a natural appearing trilithon, think Stonehenge, that seemingly makes an outer gate for a small temple compound wedged into a pile of boulders along the rocky shore. After a sunset stroll near the beach, Back to the hotel to grab the bags I had packed that morning, and a hotel van to the last boat off the island, in my direction anyway. I reversed my outbound trip back to the place I was staying, outside of Ningbo. Well, that's about that. Until next time, may you and your loved ones and all sentient beings be well and happy. Adios, amigos. Won't you please check out the newsletter? The show notes for this episode, number 080, at templetales.substack.com. It has pictures and links, and at that address, you'll also find the archive with all of the newsletters. I really think you'll be happy that you did it. In the next episode, we'll visit Fujidera, the temple of the Kudzu Well in suburban Osaka, Japan.